The Austin Daily Drop starts in 30 seconds and is generously supported by ABC Home and Commercial Services Handyman Department, standing at the ready to handle any job or appliance, big or small, around your house. Painting, electrical, carpentry, power washing, water softeners, air conditioning. You don't want to do it, but it's all got to get done, and ABC does it all. More details coming up and online now at abchomeandcommercial.com. Whatever needs doing around your house, ABC has the expertise and experience to get it done. For over 60 years now, Bobby Jenkins and ABC Home and Commercial Services as specialists for your environment. Tuesday, September 28th, 2021. This is the Austin Daily Drop. Thanks for finding us. I'm Chris Mosier. Stand by for news. Dramatic improvement continues in at least one of the ways in which we measure the impact of the coronavirus pandemic on Austin. About a week ago, we were patiently waiting for our seven-day average count of new local hospital admissions of COVID cases to drop below 50 to allow for reduction to stage five precautions. That number has been in free fall over the last week and is now approaching the bottom of stage four, which is 30. 33.9 reported for Monday night. We're now pushing stage three. All of this is great news, but in the face of longer stay Delta variant cases and transfer patients from nearby under vaccinated counties continuing to fill our hospitals, officials have been reluctant to dial back our stage five precaution levels. Texas Tribune says almost 90 intensive care units across the state reported basically no available capacity as of just last week due not only to crushing demand but also a drop in staffing availability in fact the search engine in this tribune article indicates 100 percent icu occupancy as of this morning at st david's central and south ascension seton northwest and the dell seton medical center at ut it is a bad time for a bout of appendicitis or a heart attack much talk lately about Austin's homicide rate. True that we are outpacing all-time records for total murders for the year. Not true that it's an all-time high murder rate, though. Accounting for population growth, Austin's murder rate per capita was higher back in the 1980s. CBS Austin Report says our current spike is likely part of a national trend, wherein 2020 saw a 30% spike in the national murder rate from the year prior in 2019. The story quotes Bill Spellman, who is professor of emeritus in criminal justice at UT's LBJ School, in saying that the key driver for violent crime in Texas is widespread gun ownership, especially among new and inexperienced gun owners, and the involvement of those weapons in common verbal arguments. Redistricting proceedings at the Texas State Capitol continue with this third special session and new maps for U.S. House districts across Texas were released yesterday. Population gains across the state as of the recent census gives Texas two new seats in the U.S. House. And one of those two new districts has landed squarely upon Austin. The new House District 37 marks a change from the previous map in that the vast majority of the city proper will now be inside its lines, a practice commonly known as packing. Austin's Democratic leanings by this map now have major impact on only one of Texas's 38 districts. The 21st Congressional District, represented by Republican Chip Roy, and the 25th, represented by Roger Williams, are still present but occupying much less territory. The Texas Tribune says the most striking aspect of the overall GOP redistricting results is a reduction in the amount of representation of Latino communities, notable because the lion's share of Texas's population growth was driven. By Hispanic numbers, Latinos and Texas blacks now have fewer seats at the table, not more. Federal lawsuits over racially based gerrymandering are all but certain. 
By the way, with all the trouble over voting rights in Texas during the legislative process this year, it's almost time to vote again. A statewide election on eight constitutional amendments ranging from religious freedom to taxes is happening on November 2nd, making the deadline to register to vote in that election October 4th, which is next Monday. If you've moved into Texas or moved at all recently, you need to update your voter registration this week. Austin voters in all likelihood will also be voting on Prop A, the second petition-driven initiative engineered by local conservative activist group Save Austin Now. That would dramatically increase the amount of money the city of Austin must dedicate to the Austin Police Department to support new mandatory staffing minimums. Story in the Statesman says that some of that money may end up coming from the budget of the Austin Fire Department, a prospect that has the Austin Firefighters Association considering an effort to defeat the measure. Info distributed by Austin City Council member Greg Kassar projects a possibility that three to four hundred firefighters could lose their jobs and the department itself could see budget cuts of 30 to 40 million dollars per year, all reallocated to the APD. One from CBS Austin and out to little old Lockhart, where a private fundraising effort has hit a goal to fund the removal of a Confederate monument from Lockhart's town square. to move the monument from the Caldwell County Courthouse lawn to the Caldwell County Historical Museum. The process is set to begin next month. Story doesn't mention any major opposition to what Lockhart residents quoted call a racist relic and a nasty eyesore. Still, monuments to the Confederate effort during the American Civil War abound across Texas, including on the grounds of the Texas State Capitol right here in Austin. Coming up, an update on the ACL Fest starting this weekend, which includes tickets now on sale. An update on the Nutty Brown Amphitheater, which is really true this time, we promise. And Austin dining news, including the loss of one of the most enduring names in the Austin restaurant world. All coming up in 30 seconds after a quick thanks to Bobby Jenkins and ABC Home and Commercial Services, who specialize in major appliances for your home. You know, another Austin summer ends and another Austin winter is on the way. They're generally mild, but as we learned last year, that's not always the case. You want to make sure your heating system's in good shape for the cooler months ahead. If your system's 10 years old or older, you could be looking at replacement. You want to know that ABC is not only one of Austin's most trusted and longest-standing comfort system specialists, they also partner with Linux, who are the best in the business. More coming up, ABC Home and Commercial. Culture Map Peace says here that the Austin Restaurant Weeks fundraiser for the Central Texas Food Bank is set to begin on October 1st, this Friday, and will run through Sunday, October 10th. Pretty basic setup, really. You go out for chow at any one of the featured restaurants, including most of Austin's heaviest hitters, and part of the proceeds go to benefit the Central Texas Food Bank. The most recent Austin Restaurant Weeks event before the pandemic generated enough revenue to fund almost 900,000 meals. This, friends, is a win-win, especially considering the performance during the pandemic of the Central Texas Food Bank. List of participating restaurants and special menus is in the show notes now. Again, this all starts on Friday. Sadder news from the Austin culinary scene. Eater.com reports on the death of famed Austin restaurateur Jeffrey Weinberger, whose name adorns the door at longtime Central Austin staple Jeffrey's, which he opened with partners way back in 1975. He was also behind other terrific local spots, including Shoreline Grill and Cipollina, an impressive impact and legacy for Jeffrey Weinberger, who was 74. Over to music and the Austin City Limits Music Festival, which is set to start on Friday. ACL organizers opened ticket sales yesterday for both single-day and full weekend passes. As of this morning, all versions are still available. Baseline price is $135 for single-day GA passes, $300 for three-day GA passes, 
prices go up from there. And as Austin 360 points out, you might find cheaper prices on the Verified Ticket Exchange being run by Ticketmaster. Links to both of those sources are in the show notes. Also on the ACL tip word from KXAN that one of the festival's longest running vendors is pulling out this year due to COVID concerns. Waterloo Records has decided things aren't safe enough and will not be present for their usual pop-up record store and product signing sessions. I can remember being on the radio all the way back in 2016 telling listeners that the Nutty Brown Amphitheater out on 290 was about to shut down. That was over five years ago, but it appears to finally be happening. Also from Austin 360, the Nutty Brown has announced its farewell shows coming up Thanksgiving weekend with Pat Green, Kevin Fowler, and John Wolfe on November 26th and the Randy Rogers Band, Stoney LaRue, and Roger Kreger on November 27th. Those tickets will go on sale this Friday morning at 10. Nutty Brown Management has plans to move the venue to Williamson County, while the current property near Dripping Springs will be the home of a new HEB. Austin weather, most of us get one more dry and warm day. Downright hot, actually, mid-90s this afternoon. 30% chance of rain, but that doesn't really hit until early this evening. Rainy and cooler weather starting tomorrow and rolling through the weekend. Yes, that's ACL Weekend 1. Upper 80s for tomorrow and Thursday. Lower 80s for Friday and Saturday. Significant rain chances throughout that time span. And that's the Austin Daily Drop. I'm Chris Mosier. Links to all these stories can be found in our show notes at austindailydrop.com. There you'll also find recent episodes of the podcast, likely including stories you haven't heard yet, so do listen back. Please do share and subscribe. We appreciate your time this morning. Take care, have a great day, and we will see you again tomorrow morning. Support for the Austin Daily Drop comes from ABC Home and Commercial Services. Is your heating and AC system 10 years old or older? If so, you might be looking at replacing that system as the cooler winter months approach. When you spend that kind of money, you want to know that you're working with a known commodity, a well-known brand, a well-respected service company. Nobody fits that bill in Austin, Texas quite as perfectly as ABC Home and Commercial Services. Member of the Better Business Bureau, Chamber of Commerce member, locally owned for multiple decades, ABC is one of Austin's service icons. Plus, Bobby Jenkins has made sure that ABC is a registered contractor with Austin Energy. That means they can guide you through the rebate and loan paperwork that comes with comfort system replacements. That's a lot, by the way. And ABC works with the best home comfort equipment name in the business. That is Lennox. Are there any two better brands than ABC and Lennox for Austin homeowners? I think not. And remember... They're still observing carefully crafted virus safety precautions when they're in and around your home. You can be comfortable having ABC on your property. ABC Home and Commercial Services, specialists for your environment, license 4589 0C.